Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on this Friday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Deviating from our NBA Finals conversation to talk a little more localized hoops right now. Joining me on the phone line is Mike Trimboli, former UVM men's basketball star, class of 2009. Just this past weekend, got inducted into the UVM Athletics Hall of Fame. It was supposed to be a 2020 shindig, but, you know, COVID pushed it back, so here we are in 2022. Mike, congratulations. Thanks for being with us. How are you? Great, Brady. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Excited to be on. Well, I appreciate you being with me as well. Again, look, this was supposed to be in 2020. Did the extra year and a half uh, help you perfect your speech? (laughs) Not even close. I think I was editing it at the table as other speeches (laughs) were happening. Um, No, it was uh, was awesome. you know, we really got a good turnout and a lot of support, a lot of people that I was surprised to see show up um, um, that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, so it was just really nice um, being in a room filled with people. And and honestly, it um, it was it was great to have such a heavy basketball uh, crew that got inducted with myself, Marcus, May, Courtney and Herb Brown. Um, Colleen was a swimmer. Um, who also was inducted, but to have, you know, essentially five of the six people being uh, with basketball, it just seemed like a real, you know, a, a basketball event, a basketball induction. Um, so it was really cool to have that. And and I think UVM and, and their uh, admin um, did a really good job of putting everything together and coordinating, and it was seamless and, and perfect. So... You know, you had a lot of extra time, obviously, to think about that night So and build up to it. When it finally came, what was the experience like? Um, it's surreal. Like, I messaged um, Krista Korn um, yesterday just to thank her again for, like, having everyone around. For me, the induction, I took it as not – like, it wasn't – even though I was getting inducted, it was just a celebration of – of the people that I played with our era um, and with Marcus also getting inducted, like we had a bunch of our old teammates and everybody up um, to have everyone up for the weekend. It wasn't just that one night. It was, it was more so the entire weekend of hanging out um, with old teammates and, and really telling stories about the times um, that we had for me, that was the part that I enjoyed the most. Um, but the event itself was like, it was, surreal in the sense that they had a whole video playing of you and and I, I haven't been around that type of environment especially like you know focused on on me and, and the other inductees it was it was really cool to experience and I tried to just take it in as much as I could um, as a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity so um, being there with with my wife my my kid uh, Gianna, um, it was, was just an awesome experience and, and one that, you know, in 10, 15 years from now, you know, we'll look back on. We have the videos of everything in the pictures and, and you know, talk about it. So um, I'm, I'm, I was super happy about how it was set up and ran and 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 uh, it was a fun, fun weekend. You know, you still live locally. So were you the guy hosting all your old teammates? So I can picture you grilling on the back deck for everybody with a couple of adult beverages. You know, you picture you holding court at the Tromboli residence. Is that how it went down? Oh, 100%. I mean, we had golf set up. Yeah. I, I was doing the setup of the tea times. And uh, my 
I, I belong to Vermont National, which is a local uh, course in Burlington, in the Burlington area in South Burlington. And uh, the head pro calls me up. Uh, I think it was like two days before. And he's like, Mike, you're good. But for you to have five tea times in one day is not like what's going on here. And so I told them the whole situation and the story about, you know, that we had a bunch of guys coming up. And then at the end of our conversation, he was like, we could do it closest to the pin. We could do long drive contests, whatever you want to do. Um, so, yeah, we did that. We went to the beach a little bit, cooked out um, at Oak Ledge and which a local beach uh, yeah. in the Burlington area. So. Um, it was good just to, yeah, I enjoy doing stuff like that and coordinating and, and really making it a, a full experience. And as you said, I'm local, so I'm the one that had to do it, but I enjoy doing it. So, Former UVM Hoop star and now UVM Athletics Hall of Famer Mike Tromboli with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You mentioned going in with Marcus Blakely, a guy you played with, I think, for three years at UVM. I think he was one year behind you. Uh, man, I'm thinking about it now, and I'm just like, what a duo that must have been on the court at one time to have two guys that eventually got into the Hall of Fame on the same team as running mates for three years. That must have been some pretty special times at Patrick Jim. It was. It was. Um, I mean, he's electrifying in himself. And and so to be able to play with somebody like that um, made my job a lot easier out there and, and really took a lot of pressure off of me. Um, you know, the really the duo that I say that, you know, I hate to say compares, but, you know, is on that level is the TJ Taylor duo um, prior to us getting there. And, you know, you don't – somebody said it lot, or two nights ago in the Celtics game, like Jordan without Pippen, um, you know, uh, some of the – you know, Le, LeBron and whoever else he picks <laughs> to choose on his team, right? Like you can't do it yourself. Um, and to be able to have somebody – like Marcus, who, I mean, his resume speaks for itself, um, to be able to do it with somebody like that. Um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time and he has a kid that's eight months old and, and is or, or I'm sorry, 10 months old and is running around and <laughs> played with our kid. And, and it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome to be with him in our, in our dad stages now, yeah. um, I, you know, in parallel. So, um, it was, it made it a lot of fun and, and, uh, a lot, a lot of excitement in the gym during during our time there. You know, I watched your your video that played at the uh, induction ceremony, and the guy who spoke on your behalf was a was a UVM professor, and he mentioned that you were under tremendous pressure to come in and follow the the Sorrentine Coppenrath era. Did you feel that pressure while you were playing? Um, I did not. Um, I. I grew up as like somebody that didn't have a huge like name or huge recognition, you know, outside. So, so anyone saw me, my whole thing was I had to prove myself um, through and through. So I, I always saw myself as an underdog. And, and when I came into the situation, I just had like the target on my own back to be like, you're nobody. So go out and prove yourself every right. single day, whether, you know, it's in a championship game or it's day 20 of practice in preseason. Um, I always felt like I had a target on my back and I had something to prove. So it was never like that for me. And um, it's funny that you say that because a part of my speech that I completely left out, but I I was kicking myself after the fact because my speech just went in a different way. As I <laughs> as you said, like spending two years practicing it <laughs> um, changed completely that day. 
Um, but, you know, Al Rosa, the guy who spoke on my behalf, the UVM professor, um, when I was talking with him a couple of months ago about this day and, and he was just saying like the pressure and the target and like what you had to do to come into it and, and what you did, um, even though we didn't win any championships, which is in my mind, like one of my downfalls as, as a player here was not getting that championship. He was like, think about what you did and what you had to walk into following up that Syracuse team of 0405 and, yeah. and what you guys like you see you see um uh teams or, or i say organizations but college teams like when they have a good run the next year they completely drop off and very far and few between do you have a team that keeps that you know bridges that gap and goes especially when they had five seniors that had graduated and all of them were contributors martin clemesh was really the only one on our team that was on that team that actually contributed in the, in the day in day out um, a little bit. Kyle Simplicki did a, a little bit as well, but um, Martin was really the only one that was like a part of that team. And so yeah. to take it from that team and continue on the success, I mean, we went the next two years, we went to back-to-back championships, lost to Albany, as you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, but, you know, to continue that success through on, I, I think was um, success in itself. So. You know, your career at UVM predates me being here. You know, I've been here for for six years now, so I didn't see you play in person. The numbers are staggering, right? Over 2,000 points. You graduated as the all-time leader in assists. I believe also as the all-time leader in minutes played. Why do people not talk about you as one of the all-time greats in this program's history? Because looking at the numbers, they probably should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, I think... I don't know, to be honest. Um, I think that there's something to be said with championships. Um, I'm a huge proponent of winning. Um, yeah. and, and if you don't get that one, it's tough in our in our world. And if you go back and you look on it, if you took our team and you put them into today's world, how would it have fared? I think we would have done probably, <laughs> you know, what, what that 0405 team winning three out of four. Um you know, and Becker's an awesome coach. Maybe, you know, that was it. Not, not to say, you know, our coaches weren't great, but, um, you know, it just you only get four years to do it and you you can, you know, four times to do it really in terms of a conference tournament. Um, but maybe that would have changed or elevated, you know, my status. Um, I didn't have a long professional career. I kind of got into the business world pretty early on um, and took that route instead. So, um, who knows? But, um, you know, I just think that I was I- I'm very comfortable and happy with my career and very comfortable and happy with the guys I played with. Like it's hard. I now have some of my best friends are from those teams. Yeah. Um, and, and you go around and you look at like years before me and years after me and, you know, the disconnect that happens. And I'm, I'm proud and, and happy to say, like in the visit in the video, um, Al Rosa said it. Um, but I am very much a family person and, and really holding strong with those relationships. And, and that's something that I take away more than being a top, you know, 10, top five, whatever, like those, those relationships that I have with my teammates are, are special. So, 
I'll get you out of here on two quick kind of fun questions. I don't know if you heard this. Actually, I'm sure you have because he told me he's told you. But we had Coach Brennan on on Tuesday, and he said 624 career assists. He never saw one of them. That's that's <laughs> just like shots fired that all you did was shoot. Do you have a response to Coach Brennan here on the air? <laughs> no, I like it. I, I wish I wish all I did was shot the ball. <laughs> um, no, honestly, like it's funny because, you know, I, w- I was known as that, but my whole thing was take what the defense gives you and, and try to win games. And, yeah. and so that's what I, you know, when the defense was eyeing on me, my whole thing was to get other people involved. So it kind of went away from me a little bit and then be able, if you go and watch, like my points were never like, you know, 20 points in the first half. A lot of my points came in, in the crunch time when, when our team needed them. And also at the foul line when teams were fouling us at the end of games. Um, yeah. And if, you know, there's a stat out there that's like in the first half, I was probably like an 80% free throw shooter. But in like last four minutes of the game, I was like a 90%, 90-something percent free throw shooter. And and that's something that I love to, like, I don't remember what the numbers were, but I just knew at the end of the games that I was going to get fouled and I needed to make those free throws. And that's where a decent amount of my points came from. So finally, uh, your class of 09, I graduated college 2012, so you're a little older, but we're from the same era, basically. We're from the baggy shorts era. I looked at the highlights. Tell me you were not wearing like a triple XL jersey. You were swimming in that thing. <laughs> I know. Well, at the time, too, it's like you got what you got. And I feel <laughs> like now, nowadays it's like, you know, it's all fashion, which is great. And I, I would still prefer – Maybe like uh, maybe a little bit more length on my shorts, but um, <laughs> it uh, definitely wasn't form fitting. And, and at the time in my in my uh, acceptance speech, um, I was looking up at the big giant screen and I was looking at my arms in that picture. I was like, <laughs> God, where did those go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. So uh, I, hopefully I can get back there at some point. <laughs> Yeah, the dad phase is really, you know, I've, I've fully embraced the dad, the dad bod. So, <laughs> Mike Tromboli, former UVM basketball star, class of 2009, inducted into the Catamount Athletics Hall of Fame this past weekend. Mike, uh, thanks so much for the time. Congratulations. Be well. And uh, we'll have you on again down the road sometime. Awesome. Thanks, Brady. Good talking to you.